Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Great to have you joining with us again today. I said last week that I was going to do some what I call one-off episodes where I just talk about different things uh, instead of, say, a theme like I like to do. And today, I want to talk about how in over two years, I've never gotten COVID-19 and and uh, tell you my big secret, talk about an article that I read in the Washington Post about a guy who got it after two years, which is really what prompted me to, to think about doing this episode. Some of the things he said didn't really ring very true with me. But before we get into that, let me just uh, say a, a few things. One is that I've got something new out and it is uh, uh, called like a guided prayer or even a meditative prayer. You can watch it on YouTube, probably be the easiest way, at pray.com on YouTube. And what it is, is I just walk you through uh, a scripture and then a prayer in regards to the anxiety and the worry and the fear that all of us are feeling as we live in these times where there's mass shootings and war in Ukraine and inflation and gas prices as an all-time high and all these things are swirling about uh, that are that are disconcerting to us and and in the course of all that you know what can we do and the bible says don't worry about anything but pray about everything and that's really what it is so if that would do your heart some good uh it's it's out there you can find it and you can watch it and uh I think it'll really help you as you sort of meditate and get in the right frame of mind in the beginning of the video. And then I'll come on and talk a little bit about that scripture and then guide us through some prayer so that I think can really help you and give you peace of mind. Because that's the goal, by the way. The goal is peace, the peace of God that will guard your heart and your mind. So if your heart and your mind are anxious or struggling or troubled, and you need peace, then I would really encourage you to go and watch that uh, on YouTube. It's on Pray TV as well, but YouTube's probably at this point uh, the easiest way to just grab it after the fact. So that's available to you, as well as, of course, uh, Daily Devotions, speaking of Pray and the Pray app. And also, I have uh, three uh, reading plans on the biggest Bible app in the world, over half a billion downloads called Version. It, it looks just like the Bible in terms of the app, but technically called the Version Bible app. The, the, the new one's called Best Life, Five Days of Inspiration to Live Your Best Life. So you can find that under the encouragement category, the faith category, or even the Christian living category. So that's free, by the way. All these things are free. And, uh, it can help you, I think, greatly. And then one thing that isn't free, but is well worth a small investment is my book, This Is Living, Daily Inspiration to Live Your Faith, which you can get on Amazon. Um, and here's a discount code for you. So it's even, some of it's free. Reads, R-E-A-D-S 25, Reads 25, all capital, Reads 25. It's part of the Goodreads site that's huge reading site and so um partnering with them for a special discount 
on the book, but you can take advantage of it as well, even if you're not on Goodreads, because you listen to the Point of Impact podcast. So there you go. So you can get a 25% discount. So the book will be like $14 and some change, free shipping uh, with Amazon if you have Prime or if you spend more than 25 bucks and you know, you're good to go. So this is living daily inspiration to live your face. So those are some great resources out there for you. I hope you'll take advantage of them. So yes, here's really where this started. A guy named Damon Young wrote an article in the Washington Post and his article <clears throat> was entitled, I avoided, I avoided COVID for two years until now. Here's what I've learned. So um, I read it and I just thought, wow, you know, this is not good. And uh, what I've learned, what he's learned, I don't even know that it's how helpful it is, maybe to some degree. I don't want to be overly harsh by any means, uh, but it just got me thinking, you know, about I've avoided COVID for over two years. And um, what, what can I tell you about that, that I think is more helpful um, you know, one of the things that Damon Young talks about is uh, how he used to do the whole crazy stuff, which he admits was hygiene, theater, scrubbing, wiping stuff down, all that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, just uh, really scared, super scared of COVID. Again, not scared of COVID at all. That's me. Um, and so that's one thing that just struck me. Then he, even now he says he's still worried about getting long COVID. So he got COVID. So now he went from being afraid of COVID to being, and that didn't turn out to be as bad. We'll talk about that more in a second about how he felt about it, but now worried about long COVID. And, you know, again, I just think that mindset from the start is, uh, is just not helpful. And it's the opposite of, of the mindset that, that I had. He also talked about how he was hypervigilant, those are his words, masking everywhere, uh, eating at a restaurant exactly once in two years. And again, I'll talk about how I haven't worn a mask in a year and I've eaten at restaurants the entire time. So just a, a massive difference sort of between his experience and mine. Now, this is where he did talk about the COVID and saying that he's had worse congestion, worse headaches, worse fevers, worse coughs, worse sore throats, worse bouts of fatigue. So he just admits that this thing that he was so afraid of, but he does say that what was disconcerting is that he got these symptoms simultaneously. So they were not as bad as any of those things he's had before, but he felt what made it bad was that he had them all at once, but again, still not that bad. And then he also talked about how he went outside on his front porch to get some air and then someone you know, came by. Remember, we're outside where the authorities, the experts have told us that transmission of COVID is highly, highly unlikely, highly unlikely. And stood up and in the middle of the conversation, this guy was talking to him, or I guess it wasn't a conversation if only one person talks. He just walked into a way to his door and never said a word and shut his door. So um, I just, I, I, you can, maybe you think that that is somehow being thoughtful, um, but if it's outside and you keep plenty of distance, there's absolutely no reason why you couldn't have a conversation with someone. And I, I just think it's really rude to do that. But again, this is, this is just differences of, of opinion and uh, I'm not coming down on somebody that I don't even know. Uh, and I'm simply saying that's just not at all my experience. That's just all I can say about it is it just 
he went two years and didn't have it and then got it. I've gone more than two years and never got it. So let's talk about uh, my experience. Uh, and I just want to share it with you. You know, I never had COVID. What's the secret? Now, what's my secret sauce? So many people have gotten it. So let's just begin with this. It's been over two years, right? And I've never gotten COVID. So, of course, some people, when they hear that, they say, well, you, you may have gotten it and, and you just didn't know that you had it. Uh, and, of course, that is possible. But I want you to know I've been tested over 20 times, over 20 times. How many people have been tested over 20 times? Not that many. And you may say, well, what caused you to be tested so many times? And, and things like flying, uh, which I'll tell you more about in a moment, also was on a, a television uh, set and had to be uh, tested there. So there's been some reasons why for the testing. But I have never gone that long without being tested over the last two years. And over 20 tests, I think it might be 22, not positive the exact number, so many of them, uh, but never had COVID in any of those times whatsoever. Also, so for those of you who say, well, you may have had it, you just didn't have any symptoms, it's possible, but again, a lot of testing. Second, I am vaccinated. In fact, the first time I got vaccinated, was early on, like in April of last year. And then I got boosted in like October. So I just want to put that out there as well, that now again, you know, you hear a lot of stories about people that were vaccinated and even boosted and still got COVID, especially in Omicron. And right in the middle of Omicron, I traveled, by the way, to another country, by the way, uh, when it was supposed to be so terrible and awful. So um, those are just some, just initial facts that been tested many times and have never once tested positive for COVID. I've never once been sick or had any of the symptoms that would indicate that I had COVID. I am vaccinated and boosted just to, just to uh, you know, put things into perspective and make sure that we're, you know, we're covering everything that needs to be covered. I mentioned earlier about um, not having worn a mask. So let me talk a little, little bit about that. Uh, I did wear masks when they were required. Uh, and over this last year that I haven't worn a mask, I have worn them in airports and on planes. Of course, my last few flights, I haven't had to do that. So, but during that time, but that's the only time that I, that I did. Um, I'm amazed at how some people, uh, their mask wearing just ended, you know, within the last several months uh, where I live, it has not been required for like a year. And I have certainly taken them up on that. Having said that, I have definitely washed my hands more than I ever have in my entire life. There's no doubt about that. Um, so uh, I've done that. I, I would use, I've used uh, hand sanitizer. I certainly don't carry it with me, have any sort of compulsion or using it all the time. I want to be you know, as honest and forthright about this whole thing as I possibly can. So I've used it. I would hardly say I've used it or not it, it, a lot. My most common practice of using it is um, at the like at the end of a gym workout. So that's that's just a little bit about some of the precautions. Now, as far as you know, like this 
distance and so forth and so on. Um, uh, I really did not practice that. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, it's not that I uh, purposely tried not to in the sense that I, you know, went out of my way to make sure I was inside of a certain space uh, between people. It's just in terms of my experience. So let, let me just walk you through uh, my two plus year experience. So you may recall there were some rumblings about this in say, uh, I don't know, like March-ish, maybe February into March. And there even came a point when they were limiting how many people could go into restaurants. Um, and it was like, if you got to be like 10% or something, and I mean, twice, literally twice, I was in a situation where I was like the ninth or the 10th person, you know, in terms of that percentage of people who could come into a restaurant. So even at the very beginning times, I was, I was going to restaurants and I was one of the few people that were in there. Uh, also, in regards to uh, my gym, uh, my gym, and I'm, I can't say, I don't want to say this because I, I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but my gym never really closed, even during that lockdown period. It wasn't uh, actively open, but the doors were open. And if you wanted to go in, you could go in and you could work out. There were not a lot of people in there and no one was wearing a mask. Now, I, I once was in Maryland and I had to wear a mask one time working out. It was absolutely the most awful experience. The sweat and everything, I would just, I can't believe there are people that have had to do that. So I have essentially been working out this entire time. There were, again, there were, in the very beginning there, there were a few months in, in that three-month lockdown when I wasn't at the very beginning of aware that my gym was open. I actually found out kind of by accident, of all things, eating at a restaurant and uh, in the same location of the gym and finding out by watching people walk in and out of it and going, eating outside, by the way. So uh, watching people walk in and out of it and be like, wait, wait a minute, what, what, what's going on here? So um, there was a short time there, but for all intents and purposes, and, and, and in all this two years of working out, I, except for that one gym experience in Maryland, I have never worn a mask during any of my workouts at all. Now, you may recall at the very beginning, like that March, April, May, and maybe into the beginning of June, maybe there was that three-month period of an actual lockdown when virtually nothing was happening. And so, obviously, I followed, you know, the rules. I wasn't out there breaking any rules. Uh, so, during that period of time, obviously, um, I was limited. But as soon as that ended, then I immediately began going to church, for instance, uh, my church opened right back up, one of the first churches uh, to, to do that. I even, in fact, even wrote an article about it. Uh, so um, for Fox News, um, so back to church and, and then to the gym, obviously. And then that's when restaurants, 
again, were, you know, allowed to open and, you know, you wore the mask and then when you sat down, you could take it off, that whole thing. So this guy talks about in two years, one indoor dining experience in two years for me. I mean, it's, it, I would say a hundred indoor dining experiences, uh, probably even more, but certainly at least that. In fact, uh, I am not someone who ordered very much food or delivered. I, you know, I don't know about you, but and I'm kind of amazed at some people in terms of their income. But I, I just find it hard to uh, pay that all that extra money to pay a delivery fee and to pay a, a tip and and all of that and watch the incredible increase in in something just to have it delivered. So uh, I don't consider myself cheap. In fact, I have a pretty strong reputation for being a generous person. I'm not a cheapskate by any means, uh, but I don't like to waste money. I like to use my money well, and and it ser has served me well and allowed me to be more generous. So I don't, I don't just don't, it just didn't suit me to kind of, for what I would consider to be throwing money away. So had stuff delivered? No, did not do that. Went out to restaurants? Yes, that is something that uh, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely did. So for two years, I've been going to a gym, I've been going to restaurants, and then the first uh, Christmas of the pandemic, uh, our entire family gathered at my older son's home. We, my youngest son flew in, we flew in, we had Christmas, just just a normal Christmas, just like uh, any other Christmas. Did not um, did not allow it to, to change things or anything even remotely like that. So you know, again, in terms of this Damon Young's experience of being so fearful and afraid, uh, that was just hyper vigilant, uh, not just not my experience in, in any in any way, shape or form, did not have anything uh, remotely like that. And, and just by the way, no one got COVID in, in any of that gathering or, or anything like that. Let me back up because I jumped over one thing. That summer, that first summer of COVID, I went to Yellowstone and to Grand Teton. So again, got in a plane, flew across the country, um, now look, it was wild. Like we stayed the, the the famous Yellowstone Lodge, which is right there. Um, only one wing of it was open. The restaurants weren't open. Fortunately, the wing that was open is the one that faces the uh, Old Faithful geyser, and we had a room looking right out at it. I, I saw Old Faithful go off probably four or five times just because I just could look out my window and it was right there. So. We still were able to have a great trip. Uh, one of the places we we're supposed to stay in uh, Grand Teton was uh, was was closed, was not open, so we had to to stay in Jackson Hole. Uh, so we made some adjustments, but again, had a great had a great time, had absolutely fantastic vacation. That's the first summer of COVID, and then the second uh, summer of COVID went to Iceland. Iceland was open. Uh, we were able to, to, to go there, and that was marvelous because there's uh, so many incredible things to see, most of which are outside, by the way. So I, I definitely tried to spend time outside because the experts have made it very clear that it's very, very, very rare to get COVID because the wind is just going to 
blow away droplets and it's just it's just it's not going to happen it just by nature of, of sunlight and wind and all the things that are that uh, are a factor so um continue to uh, travel uh, i have been at last count since the pandemic started to 14 different states i have been to five countries i have flown on over 60 flights never got covid and i'm sure some of you are aware of the research that's done that talks about because the aircraft have the hepa filters like the filters that are in operating rooms and surgery and the, the fact that gravity naturally pushes all the air down and down is right into where those filters are that planes are actually remarkably safe places um, and you know uh, the proofs in the pudding there so um, that's been you know my experience just traveling all around the country around the world you know within limitations i mean i've gone to all 50 states and six continents so i've literally traveled around all around the country and all around the world and i'm not saying i did that over this last two-year period but i certainly went places and did not allow that to to hold me back uh, from doing any of the things that i wanted to do and then last christmas right when everyone was freaking out about the the you know the the omicron traveled again out of the country and had no problems whatsoever last thanksgiving traveled for thanksgiving family again did not have any problems and did not let i'm just not going to allow my life to just be put on hold and not see my family not go places that i needed or wanted to go um so again just a, a very different sort of perspective from damon young and again his approach uh was successful for two years but ultimately was not successful his very cautious and what i would consider to be fearful approach my um i think wise but certainly not fearful approach has resulted in no COVID. now you know my wife said if you record that podcast you're going to end up getting COVID. and i said you know dear how many times have you said something like that to me over the years because i've been public speaking for years before podcasting or anything else and through the years my wife would say you better not say that because if you say that for instance one of the things that i said repeatedly for years is that i've never spent a night in a hospital in my life i've said that multiple times and i'm just here to say uh, having had said it multiple times, I still have never spent a night in hospital in my life. So um, I don't think it's uh, unwise uh, or foolhardy to say things and then watch out because then it's going to happen to you because that's you know not necessarily the case and it hasn't been the case with a number of things that I've said of a similar nature uh, over the course of many years. So now what's the secret right what's my secret that everyone else needs to follow or should have followed and then they could have never gotten COVID too and uh and so you know here's sort of the uh anti-climax anti is uh, you know I don't have a secret I, I I I'm not gonna say that I have some sort of answer for it um I don't have anything that I could say to you that would say, if you do these things, you will also be like me and never get COVID. But 
but I do want to say what I think are some of the contributing factors that have allowed me to be in the situation that I'm in. And the first one would be attitude. I have never had a fearful attitude about this from day one. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie Contagion, but if you haven't, you should. And in that movie, there is a virus and people die. And there are mass graves. And in that movie, when they finally come up with a, uh, a vaccine for it or a cure for it, there's a lottery because everyone wants it and they have to do a lottery for people to get it. And that there obviously was no lottery for the vaccines. And as we know, there are people to this day who've been resistant to take them. Uh, and one of the reasons why is because it is simply not a deadly virus, especially if you're under the age of 65. So it's my attitude about it all along has been that I, I'm not going to be afraid of it. Now, I also have to be frank with you and say, I am, and some of you who've listened to this podcast would know this, I am not a person prone to fear about anything. So it's easier for me because I'm just not a fearful person. It's also easier for me because the opposite of that, this fear is the optimism. I'm a very optimistic, positive person. So my attitude, which I believe helps you to stay healthy and well is I have a very optimistic, positive, faith-filled attitude about life. I do not get negative. I do not become pessimistic. I do not question God. I put my faith and trust in God and in, in his protection for my life. I believe in uh, having an attitude that believes there are good things on the way. I don't fear bad things happening to me or anything like that. So I do think that having a positive, optimistic, faith-filled attitude as opposed to an anxious, fear-filled, worried attitude is, is a secret. Again, I said I'm not going to say I have it and going to guarantee it, but if I was, you know, this essentially what this guy said, right? Here's what I learned, you know, and, and basically, he had four things, you know, here's what I learned about getting COVID after two years. Here's what I learned about not getting COVID after two years. A faith-filled, positive, optimistic attitude will help you to stay healthy rather than a fear-filled, negative, anxious attitude. So that's definitely... Uh, uh, at the top of what I could offer anyone. I would also want to say, in all frankness, going back to never spent a night in hospital, I am not someone prone to sickness. Uh, I rarely get uh, sick. I rarely get colds. My wife will get these sinus infections. I, I don't get them. Colds, the flu. Um, I've gotten the flu shot a few times, not gotten the flu shot many, 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 many more times. Never, never got flu e e either of those. Uh, I only, in 27 years, I only missed work two times for sickness that I can recall. Uh, someone asked me the other day, did you ever miss uh, speaking on a Sunday? I said, no, never. I mean, my mother died on a Saturday and I, I spoke on a Sunday just to give you an idea. I, I have, there's really been nothing that has 
I've experienced that's caused me to not show up and do my job. And certainly sickness has not caused me to do that. So I do want to say that, you know, I just have a strong immune system. Now, why is that? Am I, you know, somehow naturally blessed or gifted? It's possible. It bothers me when people say that sort of stuff, because I feel like when they say that about many things, not just about this, you know, we used to have good genes and that's why you look better or you haven't aged as much or, you know, you have more muscle mass or whatever the case may be. And they sort of, in the, you know, the implication is that that's why, not because you've been working out at a gym uh, three times, four times a week for years, or, or not because you get sleep and you don't smoke and drink and you don't do other things that could harm you, don't overeat, all those things. So I think that saying you have a good immune system is more than just, you know, blessed with a good immune system. Yes, but also doing the sorts of things that you need to do to make sure that you're as healthy as you, you possibly can be. And I would also say that, again, you know, I wore a mask when you're supposed to wear a mask than I, than I did in the last year. Um, so not against masks per se, but I, I certainly don't think there are anything that is really that significant. Uh, was around people, didn't keep this huge distance, but I, I wasn't trying to get in anyone's face. I, again, washed my hands and tried to do the things that y you should do. Uh, at the end of the day, um, I really do believe that it has a lot to do with your 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 personal health and your mental outlook. And I think working out at a gym, for instance, was a great thing because it just kept me going. Um, I, I would just say one more thing really quick, and that is early on, I realized that I had more time on my hands than I've ever had before because of this pandemic. And I purposely made a point to watch comedy specials and uh, try to bring laughter into my life as much as possible. The Bible says that that laughter is good medicine, and I really believe it is. So if you want another little part of my secret, I'd say the attitude, the immunity, and laughter, seeking out laughter as a way to uh, uh, keep you in the right frame of mind. But really, all these things to me are all tied together, the mind and the body and the whole uh, outlook. So we'll see if I can continue to keep not having COVID. But so far, uh, well over two years, that's the case. And uh, I hope these principles will help you because COVID or not, these principles will help you for sure. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.